Coming to Jesus is easy. We just make it hard. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about mental health, um, specifically the disorder that I struggle with is bipolar disorder. I also struggle with ADD and um, those are the two things that I struggle with and I will, I'm just going to give a nice little rundown of how those, um, how those came to be for me. It's, um, it's, it's very, when God has called you, you will go through certain things that make no sense to people. And I implore you to bask in that mystery. Bask in the fact that somebody does not know how great of a person you are just because they cannot get past the mental anguish that you're going through. I, um, as a child, um, on, on my podcast, I spoke about, you know, I, I spoke about this in a, in a previous episode, um, about my childhood and, um, basically I was speaking about, um, how I came to be, you know, when I was born, I was very sick. When I was born, I was very sick. Um, At the time, I don't believe they knew what it was. So, um, I, and I was born premature. So I couldn't, um, I couldn't really do anything. I was, you know, I was a pound. I was unresponsive. I could not see, I could not hear. Um, My skin was falling off. And, you know, the doctors told my adoptive parents, they said, you know, she's probably just going to be a vegetable. I wouldn't get too attached if I were you. Um, Because once they found out the syndrome that I had, which I had um, spoke about earlier, on on my YouTube channel I had said that I have incontinenti pigmenti and y'all I didn't spelled it wrong so please forgive me for spelling it wrong uh, I haven't looked at the word for so long it's it's hard for me to always remember how to spell it correctly um but I I I was once once they found that out the doctor said what they said and you know I I had a I had a little bit of an ace in the pocket because my mother, she did not believe them. She did not believe them. In fact, she prayed harder for me when they told her that. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't pray. I I know you're asking, why didn't he pray? You said you have parents. Baby, I don't know. Something, when I tell you God has showed me so many things about, 
about him specifically that I was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, this kind of explains how, why he wasn't like this when this happened. Because let me tell you, there was a lot of things that happened to me once I became an adult that even further showed just how much he never really cared. And I'm just like, well, I'll be dog. I'm glad that, you know, God gave me the spirit of discernment as a child because I never understood that spirit that I had of discernment. I never understood it. Um, it was something that the Lord blessed me with at a young age. But it's it's something that if you do have it, you need to be mindful of who you are around. You need to be mindful of what you're saying to people because baby, everybody can't understand that God is using you. So once I became about five or six or seven years old, I'm not exactly sure of the age. Um, I was taken to the doctor because they wanted to do some testing on me. Um, they were trying to figure out what was going on in regards to, I'm guessing my behavior wasn't, um, it was very erratic and like I couldn't I couldn't do things for a long time. Um it it was it was basically I showed a lot of the symptoms of ADD. So they went and got me tested and um they told them that. They told them that. They gave them the paperwork about it. And um that was it. They never told me about it. They never told me about it. The way that I found out was I was going through some drawers in the house. And um, I believe I was about 10, 11, I think. Had to have been about 10 or 11. And, well, I found the paper. And I read it and I was just like, wow, why didn't they tell me this? So I bring it up. I don't know who I brought it up to. I don't know if it was my, you know, my, my parent. I don't know if it was him that I brought it up to or if it was her that I brought it up to. I'm not really sure. But um, I was just like, okay. You know, what? what's this about? Why y'all ain't tell me this? Because this could have, you know, I didn't even get a chance to say this could have helped me. You know, they, they just was like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. But, you know, we're not we're not claiming that, which is good. They taught me not to claim something like that because it's true. You don't claim anything that the enemy is going to use to separate you from God. You don't claim anything that the devil can use to separate you from God. And I was just like, okay, but fine. You know, I just said fine. And I just, I didn't even worry about it. But as school kept going on, it got harder and harder for me. And, um... My parents even, you know, they took me out of school because I was failing PE just because I couldn't dress out because I was having so much anxiety about asking for help from one of the women that's in the locker room with me 
Um, some days I really actually didn't remember. And some days I just was just like, I don't care about this. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Like some days I would just be apathetic, especially in middle school. I was very apathetic in middle school. And um, during middle school, that was when my behavior started changing more erratically between I want to say fourth grade and eighth grade was when it was really really crazy because first grade you know kindergarten I don't you know just none of the little kids wanted to play with me first grade I just wanted to beat up all the little boys because they were making fun of my face Uh, or they was making fun of the way that I looked or making fun of my teeth or something like that third grade you know I got a whooping at school because I couldn't be quiet you know that that I was basically you know just not paying attention the ADD was getting in the way of me paying attention to the teacher um so she called my mama and my mama came up there and told my butt up in the bathroom she was she made sure not to do it in front of nobody but she told my butt up and I mean it never happened again I never said I wasn't talking that much in class anymore after that. And so by fourth grade, I was starting to get to the point where all of a sudden explosive anger would come out. Um, and it would last for a few days. Some Sometimes I would I would wake up like that and it would last for a few days. And then I would go into this... Um, real quiet state real I don't want to talk I don't want to do anything I just want to lay here and sleep mode and that was what sixth grade seventh grade I really didn't get to do that because I was homeschooled because my mama was like you know since you fail in PE I guess you can be at home and do your schoolwork." <laughs> oh lord that was so funny I mean, I did fine, but I ended up doing extra work, like, you know, being a, being the one of the sole caretakers of the children at the daycare, all them kids. But they, they were good kids. They were good kids. Um, but I realized um, once my mother passed, that's when the enemy really started to attack me. And I'm going to show you how that happened. Because as I spoke before, you know, I used to praise dance and I used to sing in the choir. When she was alive, she kept me in those two things. I also did play piano, but I know now that I cannot play piano just because of the fact that my fingers are, I'm probably more um, prone to get rheumatoid arthritis, so... I'm not going to be playing the piano, but I'll sing some. I'll sing some. I'll dance. I'll sing. You know, I love praising God. I love praising God. And, you know, that was how I was most of the time. That was that was how whenever I would do those things, all my symptoms would subside. All my symptoms would subside and I would be you know, able to, to just function normally. I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, 
any ADD. I didn't have to worry about any bipolar. At the time, I didn't know I was bipolar. Um, I, I really didn't know. I just, I just know my cousin mentioned one day, she was just like, you act really bipolar. And she just so happens to have an aunt that does have bipolar disorder. So she, um, you know, she was just making an observation and, you know, it was never spoken of again either. That's what's so funny. It was never spoken of again until I actually went to the hospital. Once I got out of middle school, that was right around the time my mom had died. And that was when the enemy just really said, all right, she's gone. I can really attack this girl now. Because he, I mean, let me tell you something. Why, y'all, everybody deal with death differently. And um, I have siblings for some odd reason, they seem to be pretty okay when their mom had passed. Um, now, I didn't cry at her funeral or her wake or anything like that. Um, I believe they did, though, but I didn't. Um, but, it, but for whatever reason, after she passed... That 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 immediate time after she passed, y'all, like I could see nothing was going on with them. I could see nothing. But I myself had changed. They said that I had become mean and that I had um and that I really didn't want to talk to anybody. And that I really just kind of shrunk away. Basically, what happened was I went into the stage of depression, straight into the stage of depression. I don't I didn't have any denial about her dying. I didn't have feel any bargaining about it. Well, I mean, I felt a little bit of bargaining about it because I was 13. And I think that um, I think that I was just like, well, I didn't really get to talk to my mom about anything. She was, you know, I was I was like, Laura, I, just when I needed her most, she's gone because I really did I really needed her when I say I really needed her when I was 13 I really needed her and um I was just like it's okay I'm, I'm just gonna have to struggle like this because there ain't nobody else looking because as soon as she was gone they were always trying to get me to stop praising God they were always saying can you please shut up Every time I'm trying to sing a song to the Lord, they just like, can you shut up? And I'm just like, why do it matter? Like, it's just music. Like, y'all know I love music. Quit quit tripping on me like that. Like, I'm not doing nothing wrong. Like, it, it's just so crazy because I'm just like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why are y'all so hard on me about me singing? I do need to practice. I sing for the Lord. That's my job. And for you to get angry about it, you should be ashamed. Sat up there trying to tell a child of God that they can't sing for him. You ought to be ashamed. They didn't care, though. They just wanted to sit in silence. But God was at least, you know, at the time, God was doing his best when, when, um, 
when she first had passed to have me sing. And um, I was just like, dang, you know, she, she, she taught me everything I needed to know. She taught me everything I needed to know. And um, I really just, I really just sat up there and I was just like, okay, I'm going to stop singing. That was, that was problem number one. Why would you stop singing to the Lord when you know that is a, that is a surefire way to allow the enemy to attack you? That is a surefire way to allow the enemy to attack you is when you stop praising God. So as soon as that happened, it was almost over for me. I mean, I was so far down in depression that I didn't even know who I was. I was just getting up, going to school and, and, and coming, coming back. I, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything else. Just going to school and coming back, going to school and coming back. My dad, he used to say stuff like, why aren't you smiling? You need to be smiling. You don't have nothing to be sad about. I'm just like, well, in my head, I'm just like, just because you are no longer mourning the death of your previous wife doesn't mean that I am not still mourning. Just because I'm a child doesn't mean that there is a set time for when I can and when I can't mourn. He wanted me to pretend to be happy so bad. I'm not going to be able to pretend to be happy about somebody being dead. Especially when I felt, y'all, when she died, I felt the love leave that house. I felt joy leave that house. And I was just like, And then on top of that, they told me to shut up. So guess what? The enemy had he the enemy had already got them, but he knew I was the last one and I was gonna be the hardest one to get to. So he's like, dog, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Let me let me mess with them first and see how they mess with her. So that way, you know, we we can um we can get her to be quiet. It worked for a little while. I'll say it worked for the last 15 years, 15, 16, on and off, 15, 16 years, 15, yeah, about, yeah, on and off, 15 years, 15, 16 years. Um, he kept using my dad to attack me about my mental health. He kept using that man. And um, as we know, any feet, well, Everybody do not know this, but I'm going to tell you now. In Ephesians chapter 6, in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, verse 4, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to read it from the King James Version, actually, so that way you know. It says... And ye fathers, 
Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. This man couldn't even do that. God mad at me because I want to praise God, but you're sitting up there disrespecting me because I'm going through mental health issues that you already knew about, but you didn't care about. You wanted me to succumb to them. You didn't want to actually help me get through it. But then you got mad when I went through it. What sense do that make if you've been going to church all this time? None. That is what you call a man with a double mind. There is a, a verse and I will look for it and let you know about how to find out if you have a double mind. Proverbs. That's the ver that's the chapter it's in. I can't remember the that's the that's the book it's in. I can't remember the chapter or the the verse. But um cuz it says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I can't remember the verse, Lord God, but I thank you, Lord God, for your word because this is this is Baby, it back up everything you go through mentally. It back up everything. But people just be mad because it's something so simple. They be like, well, shoot, it seems so right. Why is it so simple? Because, baby, coming to Jesus is simple. It is. We just make it hard. We make it so hard. And I can attest that I made it harder for me by believing the crap he used to tell me. Don't you ever listen to somebody trying to tell you about your mental health, whether you bipolar, ADD, ADHD, BPD, which is uh, borderline personality disorder. If you are schizophrenic or you have schizophrenic disorder where it comes out during situations, if you have anxiety, if you have anxiety mixed with depression, if you have only mania, Lord God has healed all lunatics, including myself. Because by the power of the word, you are able to fight. You're able to fight that. You're able to fight against anything the devil tries. Because God didn't say weapons formed shall prosper he said weapons will be formed though so he didn't say they're going to prosper but he said they're going to form and they form in so many ways mentally physically and spiritually um i want to share with you ephesians chapter 4 verses 29 and 31 you want to read those because that's going to give you the answer as to how, you know, how it is that you, how it is that you do this. This is how you do it. Um, this, this is, this is how you do it. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking 
be put away from you with all malice. Those two um, verses from chapter four, verse the first verse I read was verse 29. The second verse I read was verse 31. Those two are what let me know that this was how my mental disorders were flourishing because I because mental disorders are from the devil and if you speak those things they become your reality when you when you let corrupt communication when you just be a corrupt person when you are bitter when you are full of wrath and anger and clamor and evil you're just it's going to be hard it's going to be hard but god has given me a prayer that i could pray um once i became an adult um it became so easy to to pray this prayer um i had actually went to the hospital because I started taking a medication that I shouldn't have been taking. I started taking escitalopram because when I first went to get some help, I was under the impression that I have uh, just mild, mild to moderate depression. Because that's what I thought it was. I was just like, well, maybe if I just go talk to somebody... And that'll be fine. I went and go talk to somebody. Um, I, the first medication I tried was fluoxetine. I believe I tried that for like a few months. Yeah, I tried that for a few months. Didn't see any changes. Um, I believe I tried paroxetine. I'm not really sure. I can't remember. If I'm not mistaken, I did try it. But I believe that that one didn't. That didn't work either. Um, since that one didn't work, I was just like, well, I don't know what else to do. You know, I'm still going to therapy, still doing what I need to do. Um, so then we decide we're going to try one more one more medication and that medication is called escitalopram i know now that i can't take it because it threw me right into a manic suicidal state and i had only been taking it i think a few days i want to say a few days, and the next thing I knew, I went to work one day, and I was just, something was going on. I was I was talking about I wanted to kill myself, and, and, you know, something was going on. I ended up going home and just laying in the bed, and I was just like, I'm going to kill myself, but I'm just going to do it the long way, which is not eat. Because I can go a long time without not eating. Boy, they took me to that hospital so fast. And there in 2018, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I was just like, wow, you know, wow. 
all this time we've known about this but you know he he didn't he wanted to ignore it he wanted to keep me succumbing to my mental health issues and I was just like this guy this guy get a load of this guy teaching me to succumb to my mental health issues he didn't hardly ever take me to church sat up there got mad because I was singing to the Lord because that was the only way I was gonna feel better anyways but really I was missing something I was missing my armor from the Lord um if you read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 20, uh, let me make sure it's verse 10 through 20. I could be, yes, it is 10 through 20. Um, that That's going to tell you what your armor is. I'm going to say it real quickly. Um, your armor is your breastplate of righteousness, your helmet of salvation, your feet shod with the gospel of truth, your loins blood of Jesus, your feet shod with the gospel of peace, your loins girt about with truth, and your sword, which is the word of God. Lord, may you be magnified that these people that hear this today start putting on their armor to fight against the fiery darts of the devil. Because you guys know what I realized? I was trying to fight the devil with one little piece of what God had blessed me with, which was my voice. And he was just like, I need you to start fighting harder. And every year, you know, every year I would I would get a little bit closer. Get a little bit closer. I'd start praying a little bit more. I'd start reading my word a little bit more. I remember the first guy I was ever with... Right before we broke up, I had started reading my word a whole lot more. I was trying to go to church and he told me, oh, you ain't never going to be able to read that Bible. You not God child. I, that baby, poor thing, <laughs> because I, I have, I decree and declare and I know in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that I am God's child. And I will no longer deny my birthright to be a child of God. And I hope you, I hope that you start doing that as well I hope that you you know you get to a place where hey you know I I don't I don't have to feel like this no more I don't have to claim these these mental illnesses that I have yes the Lord has shown me that this is what I'm dealing with but he also told me well shoot I gave you the way you could fix it. I showed you how you can tell me. Y'all, when I started praying that prayer against bad thoughts, I'm going to link the, I'm going to put, put it in the description of where you can go to get that prayer. Um, and they have a lot of other prayers too, even prayers about anxiety, about money problems, about dealing with your brother, dealing with chaos. They have so many prayers on there. Just look through that list. I'm going to link, I'm going to link the respective actual prayer that I was used that I'm using and have been using um but I also want to link 
the entire page itself because it's really really um it's really really good and um that you know as as you get older you got to strengthen your armor you keep you keep getting up every morning and putting on your armor every morning you put it on every morning you put it on you say god be my armor Help me to use my helmet of salvation, my breastplate of righteousness, my loins girt about with truth and my feet shod with the gospel of peace. And for me to use my sword and for me to pray with all supplication in the spirit. Using the full armor of God, if you don't have the word, you're not equipped fully to handle what comes your way mentally. As I saw for myself, I was not equipped I even tried after that whole debacle about me taking that acetylopram a few years later. Um, I may God be magnified in this word that I was given today. Um, the unstable man verse that I had given was incorrect. It should have been from James. 1 verse 8 and I will put that in the description you guys be blessed and continue to use God's power to fight against the devil